Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello. There you are. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I never know if it's actually working or not, because sometimes I get the music and sometimes I get nothing. So, <laughs> Well, it's working. Yay. Yay. How was your holiday weekend? It was nice. My husband actually took the children to the off-road place out in uh, Marble Falls. Uh-huh. So I had the entire day to myself. It was lovely. Oh, wow. Yeah. That does sound lovely. It was so nice. And then (laughs) Sunday, my parents threw me a little um, family birthday party. So that was nice. Yes. Good. Birthday coming up this week. I know. My last year in my 30s. It's sad. (laughs) Well, I'll be there next year. Actually, no, technically I'll be there this year, just later on in the year. Later on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm not not real happy, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> how was how was yours? Um, it was good. It was um busy. We had a family. My sister had a little family pool party, and it was also my nephew's birthday. So we did a Fourth of July slash birthday party, and it was funny because at one point. All the adults were outside in the pool, but mm-hmm. all the kids were not. And what I'm are like, they doing? <laughs> they were inside, um, either playing video games or watching a movie or I don't eating. I don't know. I was like, this is really <laughs> like Something I feel like an here. episode of like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for the music to come on, but like. But, but it was good. I mean, we did um, food. And so we're from California, for those of you that didn't know that. Um, and my brother-in-law, so there's a, a fast food restaurant called Tommy's Burgers. I don't know if you've ever been there, Brie. Have you ever Mm-mm. been there? Okay. No. So you've heard of In-N-Out, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like In-N-Out, except for they put chili on everything. Um, but like, no, I mean, it's, it's, yes, it's awful, but it's so good. Mm. Like (laughs) it's, it's one of those things where I go there and I eat like once or twice and I'm good for the year, but it is so good. Anyway, my brother-in-law found this recipe for the chili. And so he made it to put on our burgers and yeah, it was, it was really good. It was a little bit spicy, but it was really good. Uh, and I didn't put too much on it. I'm so glad I didn't because my stomach was just not having it that night. But um, so, and then my mom made her strawberry shortcake. And so, you know, of course we ate lots of good food mm-hmm. and then we swam and we did birthday cake and then we did fireworks and I didn't die this year. So that was good. That's good. Yeah. Last year, my son got too close to the fireworks. Ah. Um, 
And I went to go grab him and pull him back. Well, I tripped and I landed in a ditch. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like a graceful land either. And then it traumatized my son. He, for the longest time after that, was like, Mommy, you saved me. You fall down and got hurt, but you saved me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And of course, like, it was so funny because so many people were there. And I don't mm-hmm. know how many people saw it. But my sister was the only one that ran to my rescue because my husband was inside with the baby. Mm. And so my sister was like, like, you guys, help her. Like, she... <laughs> it was funny. But I didn't die this year. So that was good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, it was good times. Um, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, um, you know, I'm kind of thinking, rethinking the the topic we were going to talk about today, but that's okay. Um, We're going to go with it. So (laughs) I just had like a a squirrel moment and was like, you know, no, never mind. Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So I want to talk about plateaus. I have seen that a lot lately. Yeah. For yeah, sure. I don't think that topic will ever go away in, in no. this whole industry mm-hmm. anyway, because even being, you know, in the professional side of things, we still hit plateaus. It happens. Um, we just know how to get out of them. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to talk about today, because I know I can speak for you, too, that you have a lot of clients that come to you with hitting a plateau or how do I get out of this? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's going wrong? Um, so when we're talking about plateaus, that means either your weight loss or gain has stalled or your strength gains, or maybe your endurance has stalled, right? You've kind of hit the top and you're, you're doing all the same things and nothing's working anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's a meal plan. You can throw that in there too. You know, I've been following the same meal plan and I was getting good results in the beginning and now everything has come to a screeching halt. Uh, the first thing that I would suggest people look at is your programming. And by programming, I'm talking about what does your workout look like? I would say mm, eight out of 10 people that tell me they're, they're kind of stuck they have been following the same programming or the same workout plan for several months. Yeah. They're doing the same, the same reps, the same weight, the same workout plan day after day, you know, or the same routine, if you will, week in and week out. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe you're thinking, well, Brant, no, I'm doing upper body one day and lower body the next. and, And then I do core one day. Okay. That's great. But if you're doing the same thing on those days, you're going to get in that rut and you're going to hit the plat- that plateau. Um, so it's really important that you're phasing your workouts properly. And this is why if you don't have a trainer or you're not following a well-written program or plan, that you get one. Invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because programming is a game changer. Um, I like to phase in about minimum is three weeks where I'm, and then I'm starting to change things, but usually it's about, I'd say three, three to six weeks. It depends mm-hmm. on what, how you're training and what you're doing, right. Mm-hmm. And, and the progress you're making. Um, but if you're not continually changing your programming, you're just going to maintain. 
you're, you're not giving your body a reason to want to do more or try harder. Remember our bodies do everything in their power to keep things the way they are. They don't like change. We have to force that. Um, so that, that's kind of how that, that's the first route that I would look at. If you're, if you're stuck is, have you been following the same workout plan and the same meal plan for the past, you know, two, three months? Well, it's time to change things. So maybe that means you change your repetitions. Maybe that means you change the number of sets. Maybe that means you work out less, believe it or not. Sometimes less is more. Uh, you could be overtraining. And I think that's a topic for, a, we could do a whole topic on that. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, but, but that is something I think it's important to think about is, you know, if you've been following that same plan for what a month or two and, and you're working out five to six days a week and only taking one day off, you may be doing too much. Yeah. Um, and I know it's really hard to slow down when you're in that groove and, and you're feeling great and you finally are on the wagon and things are working out, but it might be too much. So let's see. You may need to pull back a little bit, right? You may need to change your repetitions. You may need to change your sets. You may need to increase or decrease your intensity. Um, you may need to change things completely. Maybe you've been doing hit for two months. Nobody needs to do hit for two months. I'm telling yeah. you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, maybe taking the same classes that you're taking week in and week out. You've kind of reached your peak there. There's nowhere else to go. Um, one rule of very generic rule of thumb that I kind of tell people to guide them is that if they are, let's keep it really simple. And you're following a workout plan that's doing three sets of 10 reps each for each body part. Okay. We're just keeping it very, very basic. If you can easily get through all three sets of 10 reps with no problem, you need to increase your weight. Mm-hmm. You know, go, go up by five pounds, see how that goes. Um, the last couple reps should be a struggle when you're lifting weights and I'm not talking like crying, you know, can't get it up, no. grunting, trying to lift that weight, but it should be a bit of a struggle. Otherwise you're not sending the signal to your body to want to grow or change. Right. Um, does that make sense? Absolutely. It sure does. Okay. okay. So those are some things that you can play around with. You can play around with your tempo as well, meaning how quickly or how slowly you're actually lifting the weights. Um, again, these are all reasons why you would go to a professional because they can help you with this. <laughs> that is what we are here for. Um, but you need to challenge your body. I mean, another way to look at it is in order for your body to grow, and I'm not talking about gain weight, I'm talking about it to get stronger you need to challenge it. And sometimes people just don't have the mental capabilities to challenge their body past that comfort point. Right. So it's not just the knowledge of knowing what to do. It's that you need somebody to motivate you, to push you beyond that point that you, a trainer, a good trainer will know your max points. They'll know at what level is too much. And they're going to push you to get to right below that max point mm -hmm. or like right up against it, a good trainer. So it's important that you understand that it's not just about the like, oh, here, let me put together this workout program for you. Um, it's, you know, they know 
how to put together a program that is sufficient for your capabilities and your goals. Right. And I can tell you, you can always do more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, you know, like I said earlier, it's our, it's our brain's job to keep things simple. Um, so that's why personally, if I'm working on uh, certain areas that I don't like, I, I can't stand working chest. I just mm-hmm. don't enjoy it, but I do it because you have to, mm-hmm. because I don't want any imbalances. Right. Um, I usually have my husband put me through that workout because if it's, if it's up to me, I'm going to half ass it because mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> and I, but I know that about myself and I know he'll come in and be like, you can do better than that. You know? Yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll, he'll push me a little bit, which I need sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Absolutely. We all um, okay. So here's another thing. Um, we, we've talked a lot about the, the programming itself when you're, when you've hit a plateau and how port, how important that is sometimes just changing it up. Um, is enough to get things going again, mm-hmm. right? Just a simple tweak in your programming is a, is enough to get it going again, but that's not always the case. So another thing that I would really encourage you to look into is your nutrition. Obviously, mm-hmm. are there any tweaks that can be made there? Um, and I can't really speak much more into that without getting a, on a very individual basis and saying, what's your nutrition like? So right. obviously, you know, look at your diet. What's that like? Are there some tweaks you can make there? Are you eating enough? Maybe you're not eating enough. Um, especially if you're trying to lose weight, a lot of people will be eating at a deficit, which obviously you need a deficit to lose weight. Right. Um, but it may be too low. So something yeah. to consider. Um, well, and there's also other factors that can influence like, um, thyroid or adrenal gland problems, maybe some kinds of medications, um, you know, pregnancy, uh, hormonal changes like menopause or um, what's like quitting smoking, something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, those are all factors too that play a huge part in, you know, you, that plateau, that, that blockage. So Mm -hmm. those are other factors that you have to consider as well. And sorry, if you were getting to that point, I may have jumped the gun there. (laughs) No, that's okay. Um, I was just going to say the other thing to look at that most people overlook too is your, your sleep. Oh yeah, for sure. Are you getting enough sleep? I don't think people realize the importance of that. And we've done a couple episode podcast episodes and Mm -hmm. I know we post about this and I know I harp on it on my, on my fitness page because people underestimate the importance of sleep. Oh, it's so important. And especially if you are just, you know, go, 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 you're nonstop. And then you're hammering yourself in the gym. Uh, You know, you're eating at a deficit. You're not sleeping well. That's a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. So definitely make sure you're looking at those areas, uh, making sure you're prioritizing quality sleep, right? Right. Uh, Another one to look at is how often are you weighing yourself? And we've done some, some podcast episodes on, you know, not using the scale as your only way to measure your progress. Um, if you are still one of the people who, who feel like they really need to weigh themselves every day. And, you know, I understand that I I used to be that way as well. I get it, but I want to challenge you and try to try something a little bit different. Um, 
because we can get really caught up in the, the fluctuations on the scale, especially for females that can fluctuate a couple pounds a day. Um, I know it can for me, certainly. So and you guys, I, that's, that's water weight. There's yes. no way your body can fluctuate in fat in one day. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so just, just think about that. Right. So if you are going to continue to weigh every day, I encourage you to try average weighing, <clears throat> excuse me. So what that looks like is if you are weighing yourself, you know, every Monday through Sunday, I want you to take those, the average of all of those days and base your weight loss or your progress on that average per week. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because our body is constantly fluctuating on, on the day to day, it's really hard to get an accurate representation. It's like, Oh, Hey, the scale went down a pound. Yes. And then a, a day or two later, Oh, it's up two pounds. Well, did I really lose a pound or did I not like what's going on? Right. And you have to, you have to weigh yourself at the same time of yes. every day. And you know, if you're wearing, if you're weighing yourself naked, you need to weigh yourself naked every day. I mean, seriously, everybody knows you get up, you potty, you take your clothes off anyway. Right. <laughs> Let's right. be real. Yes. So weighing one oh one. Right. <laughs> Clearly you've never done this before if you yeah. don't do that. Um, your rookie mistake. Um so you may try the average weighing and then that will really give you a good indication. You know, total that up at the end of the month. Look at those that average weight for the four weeks. And then I, I, th- I feel like that's really going to help you get a better picture because going on the, the daily weight is just going to make you crazy. Um, Honestly, like I try, I try to ingrain it in my clients' brains to stay away from the scale, like to have their significant other hide it mm-hmm. from them because mm-hmm. it I've can be that. so discouraging um, to see that number either stay the same or go up and so much so that it actually is like giving you an excuse to give up. Mm-hmm. Now there are some people where it motivates them, but I find it rare that that's the case. So I just completely, you know, Yes, I get it. You know, people need to, they want to, they want to see that progress like now, cause we're impatient. Like it's human nature. We're just impatient. We want to know now where mm-hmm. are we at? Um, same thing with the progress. We want the progress now. Well, the progress isn't going to come any sooner because you weighed yourself sooner. Right. So it's just better to <clears throat> avoid the scale like the plague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. So the other really only other thing I wanted to touch on on plateaus is how and and what are you tracking for progress? Most people and this ties into the scale. Most of us track our progress based solely on the scale. Mm -hmm. And as we just discussed, that is not an accurate representation of, of what's going on in your body. So I just wanted to quickly touch on a couple other things that you can measure that are going to give you a far better picture of your overall health, which I hope you're working toward and not just focusing on the scale, right. right. O- on the weight loss. So, um, we, we've talked about body scans before. That's a great tool to see, 
you know, if you're properly gaining lean body mass and losing fat in inches, uh, if you don't have access to that, that's okay. Grab a good old tape measure or I've even, I even saw one the other day, somebody used a piece of yarn. I thought this was actually really kind of a cool idea. Um, they took a piece of yarn and just put it around their waist and mm-hmm. cut it to, to that length of their waist. Right. Mm-hmm. And they pin, and they pin that on their, on their bathroom wall or whatever. And then when they did it again, the next week or two weeks, whatever it was, they picked, took another piece of yarn, measured it, cut it to that exact length and length and hung it up next to the one from the previous week, week, man, I can't talk today. And it was really cool to see their progress. Like the piece of yarn kept getting shorter and shorter, like every two weeks. Yeah, that's cool. I thought that was a really cool visual representation. Um, and that doesn't cost anything, which is always nice. Um, so that's a good visual. Did they have, did they have like another piece of yarn that was their original one? Yes. Yes. That they compared it to? Yeah. So they had like the starting one at the left and then every week after they put the new string hanging to the right of it. So it was like a, like an upside down chart kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, oh, that's a really cool free way to do it, right? And Mm -hmm. it's such a good visual because we're looking at ourselves every day and we're scrutinizing ourselves every day and we're not going to notice those little bitty changes, right? So that's a really good way to do that. Another way that I tell my clients to is take a picture either Mm -hmm. in, you know, sports bra and shorts or bathing suit, whatever you're comfortable in, um, and take a picture of yourself in mm-hmm. front of your flexing in the front, in the back and side. Um, and do that every, if you want to do it every week. Okay. I suggest about every two, um, mm. make sure you're, you know, same time of day standing in the same spot, wearing the same thing. Um, and then you're nicer than I am. I tell them every four weeks. <laughs> do you? Well, yeah, because again, it's such a small change and it, it gets discouraging. Well, I guess it's just, this is just my approach. Like I'm trying to teach them patience as Mm -hmm. well as trying, you know, like you, there are some people that are obsessive and you could tell them, you know, wait four weeks, but Mm -hmm. they're not going to do it. Um, But if you can gain patience in them earlier, at least this is what I've been using and what's worked for me they start to learn patience with other things. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm working towards my goal. I know. It's, and they look forward to those. And it gives them a, a bigger window to make improvements so they can see a bigger change. So when they get that result, now it can hinder too, because sometimes waiting that long, um, sometimes um, disguises certain issues so I'm not saying it always works. Yeah. But, you know, it just depends on the person. But I just, with photos, with um, things like body scans or measurements, I try to always wait at least the four weeks um, with my clients. Again, yeah, for, for a body scan, yes, a month oh, yeah, for, for, sure. for pictures and stuff. One reason why I suggest it sooner, and it's completely up to them. If they want to do it monthly, that's fine. But the two-week thing, sometimes it's a good idea to have that reminder. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's really easy to get off track, if you will, in the beginning when you're trying to implement new habits. Um, And sometimes you kind of need that reality check, like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I have a couple of health coaching clients that they're using uh, dresses that they wore a long time ago that they would love to fit back into. And it's not mm-hmm. so much that they're trying to fit back into the size. It's that was the last time that they were truly happy and they have such good memories. Um, and it's not like they were these teeny tiny little perfect runway models at that size either. It's just the emotion and the mental state that right. they were at when they last wore that because it was a special thing. Um, so maybe that, that might work for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's not talked about or that I think people forget about, especially if you're depending on what type of plan you're following in terms of working out is, are you getting stronger? Mm-hmm. Are you lifting Definitely. more weights? Are you able to do more repetitions? Are you able to keep up in your class better? Um, are you recovering faster after your workouts? Um, are you sleeping better? Are you able to make better choices nutritionally? Um, these are all signs that things are working. So even though the scale or maybe your waistline isn't changing as quickly as you'd like, unless all of that stuff has stalled, you're really not at a plateau. Right. You know, unless you're, yeah, I mean, unless everything that I said before, your diet, your sleep, your, your schedule, how often you're weighing, your programming, Unless everything is just completely shut down, absolutely nothing is changing, you're really not completely stopped. There's still something changing. I think that, you know, we've talked about this in the past. It's where people's focus is at. In order to be successful on your weight loss journey, on your health journey, it has to, your primary goal has to be surrounded around your health, not how you look in a bikini. But, you know, people, because we're just naturally vain, um, you know, I'm talking about everyone, humankind, we, we think about that aspect versus, you know, our health until we find out that our health is on the chopping block, so to speak. Right. You know, we find out that we have an illness or something that is surrounded around our wellness, our nutrition, and then it's like, oh, I should be focusing on my health. Well, that's really where your focus should be the whole time, but instead we focus more on, you know, how we look. Mm-hmm. And I think if people paid more attention to their health, they would notice the fact that they're not really plateauing. Um, because there are still, you know, is ways for them to improve on getting stronger or their stamina and not so much, oh, well, you know, I'm not noticing inches or mm-hmm. pounds. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully that will help some people that are feeling stuck. Um, and if you, you know, if all of those areas are still progressing in some way oh you know what the other thing sorry squirrel moment Um, (laughs) this is why it's important to keep a journal of things yes right write down what's going on write down those little wins that you're having are you sleeping better are is your mood better is your libido improved are you not craving as much junk food all those little things are progress and I think we forget that because we don't see it on the scale or in our clothes right Right. away 
Um, So, so take note of that, write down all those little things. And if you're brave enough, ask your spouse, Hey, have you noticed any, any changes in me Mm -hmm. or or your best friend or your kids? Hey, has mommy been a little more patient lately or is mommy still crazy? You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're going to be honest with you. So you may try that as well. Give you a little extra, extra boost. I know my kids Um, are overly honest with me all the time. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, no, mommy didn't need you to share that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Right. Right. All right, girlfriend. Well, thank you for your input today. I thank you for sharing all of your knowledge. Likewise. I will uh, catch up with you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.